gentlemen and welcome to the are we still relevant episode 18 of the fourth time around late january the snow is on the ground if you live in the north it's 87 degrees if you live in the south i'm here as always your co-host ross everett olsaver and back together at once the resurrection the lazarus arising on the left side uh gregory clyde wolf the second greg how you doing buddy good sir Good. And on the right side of the internet, all hailing all the way from Brooklyn, New York, Mike Mayella. How you doing, Mikey? What up? How are you? Doing you? great. And yeah. I'm fantastic. Better better since we rode with Iskander against the Persians? Of course. Okay. Yeah, that was a hard time. For, for well, anything's better than that, but... That, that was a hard time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, uh, those of you, uh, you know, who are turning in for the first time, this is the four-time route show. Welcome around. Uh, awesome. Hey, how was your January? Good, guys? Oh, yeah. It was good, actually. It was awesome. Good. I'm glad I completed my uh, tour of Texas. You did? I ran into you. We ran into each other, yeah. Yeah. I ran. I was in a. I'm sorry, but that was a, that was a, a bad weekend for me. So. Well, hey. Hey, it was, it was good to see you. No, it was, always, it was good to see you, too. I was just, like, in an emotional uh, right. hell. So. Oh, well. Yeah. But when am I not? So that's not. Right, that wasn't normal. No, no, I was all torn up inside. So I see. I'm surprised that you, as a friend, didn't notice that. Good job. Wait, <laughs> I, good job. I'm clapping for you. I and... don't really. Hey, I, I don't. Yeah. Yeah, and it doesn't really matter. Well you know what? Well. In the end, it doesn't. It doesn't really matter. So, uh, so let's go ahead. We're going to jump on into our first segment, which is a segment we haven't done in a long time. It's a segment that I've been really excited about and waited for. For those of you playing the home game. This is Ross on film. So what happens now is uh, our, one of our co-hosts, Ross, is going to talk about a, a film. Possibly just came out on DVD and or Blu-ray. Ours is in the theaters. And, uh, he's going to talk about a little, his impressions of it, whether he enjoyed it or not, and ask his co-host some questions. Greg, Mike, that sound good to you? Yeah, it's good. Hey. Let me ask you something this then before we get rolling on this thing. Have any of you seen the movie Paranormal Activity? No. No. Not, none of you have seen this movie Paranormal Activity? No, I just I've saw seen the previews. Right. It was awesome. Because it was just supposed to be like this huge, um, you know, like this, this huge independent film, you know, and they, they like demanded it. it. You know, it cost like $11,000 to make and it made uh, $47 gazillion in one wow. weekend. Yeah. You guys don't. It was like a Blair Witch project. Oh, like, I yeah. heard. Oh, I heard of it for sure. I, I yeah, wanted okay. to see it. I just okay, didn't. good. Well, anyway, I decided to rent it. You know, because because mm-hmm. I'm curious. You know, like to me, because it's not really a movie. It's kind of like a marketing strategy. You know, so right. I'm curious as to how as to how this succeeded so well. And uh, and I want to be. I'm going to be straight up with you. Just terrible. <laughs> I mean, God, just was- awful. It was worth eleven thousand, huh? It, no, it was. It was. I I kept on watching the movie, saying, "Where is the movie?" Okay, I'm gonna set it up for those of you who haven't seen it. I'll, I'll do the best that I can. Okay, <laughs> trying, trying to describe these. Basically, these two middle class yuppies who make far too much money and don't go to work. They live their house all all day. One of them, one of them is a student, uh, so she didn't do shit. And the other one 
is a is a day trader, you know. So he doesn't he doesn't have to go anywhere during the house. They live in like an eight bedroom like townhome walk up that costs more than than any of the money that any of us will ever make in our whole lives. Okay. Right. And she claims the woman they're in a relationship. They've just moved in together, and the woman in the relationship she claims that she's been haunted by this ghost that, that burned down her house a long time ago. And so, uh, <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Yeah, she's being followed by a ghost that burned down her home. That may have, or yes, may have committed an act of ghostly arson some years back. Yeah. And doesn't explain how a ghost who's incorporeal to start a fire. Well, I mean, look. She, I mean, yes, this is. They go into this. I'm just trying to give you the overview. All right, okay. don't don't bust my balls here on the right. specifics. But uh, so you know, so she describes to this to her boyfriend, you know, what's going on, and boyfriend decides, hey, it's a great idea. What I'm gonna do is buy myself a really expensive camera. I'm gonna set it up in our bedroom. And it's going to watch us while we sleep and detect any paranormal activity. Did you see how I got, oh, there you I got go. the title in there? How I got right. the title? Yeah, it was good. So, and that's and then this is the premise of the movie. Now, here's the problem with it: if if the characters could be any less likable, it would be, it would be an act of. I mean, truly, as far as acting goes, they have they have crested a peak because from the right. very first time I see these people on film, I want the ghost to fuck them up so badly. <laughs> you know, I mean, I can't even describe to you how long I wait for something terrible to happen to these two idiots. Right. Yeah. Is it, so, is it possible it was just a joke on the movie? Like, some guy, whoever produced it's like, you know what, let's piss the movie movieovers off. No, 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 I don't, because I think that the majority of the people who go to see this type of film, this is the type of existence in which they live in. It's kind of a comfortable upper middle class, where, like, even though one of them is still in college, they live in, like, a four-bedroom house. Right. You know, right, and the guy's right. a day trader. He makes a ton of money. Of you know, course. he just sits in front of his computer, uh, whatever, whatever that involves. You know, all that money thing that God knows I was never any good at. Uh, you know, so, so they basically, um, you know, they're rich. They're very rich people, right? So, so guy decides that he's gonna, you know, maybe he'll taunt the ghost a little. You know, like he wants to start start seeing it. You know, mm-hmm. like they want to start. You know, like actually seeing some paranormal activity. So, Why he's upset because he hasn't been able to see it? Yeah, exactly. Because like he doesn't believe in it. You know what I mean? Uh, like, like he thinks okay. that this is like a stupid idea. Like you know, he's right. like, okay, yeah, sure, I don't believe in paranormal. Yes. So he sets up the camera here, uh-huh. and uh, you know, and he like brings in a Ouija board and he keeps on taunting the ghost. Like, is that all you got, ghost? You know, it's very <laughs> like uh, it's very like of a football movie versus paranormal activity. You know, right? Uh, it's like, like a coming uh, of age story, like with a nerd get the girl. Yeah, it kind of, it is like uh, where um, <laughs> where uh, the guy from Forrest Gump is on the the ship, the crow's nest of the ship. You know, and he's like, is that oh, all yeah. you got? You know, that type of thing. It's like that. Only is that all you got, ghost? All right. right. So, and this is a movie that maybe is an hour and ten minutes long. Oh. And I'm gonna tell you, just don't just don't waste your don't waste the hour and ten minutes because not all these people just dis disreputable dis, dis people. Not worth liking. Not worth caring about. Nothing really bad even happens to them. And to the very end, okay, <laughs> at the at the very end, finally, a, a little some piece of violence happens to fall on to the guy, of which I'm okay. not because of, 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 of two of them. I thought he should have gone first. You know, at least half an hour. Right. Yeah. Is the um is the chick okay though in the end? She is. I mean, she's been possessed in, into obviously into some degree. Uh, <laughs> really? Yeah, and she's developed right. some sort of ability to throw a 180 man, a 180 pound man like 12 feet into a camera. Oh. Um, so she does have some powers that she possibly didn't have when she woke up that morning. Mm-hmm. Um, is it obvious that she's throwing a dummy? 
No, it's obvious that she is throwing what is the last bit of any kind of film integrity directly <laughs> – At the audience. At the audience, yeah. Right. As, if, as if to say, well, shit, we're all out of the good ideas. Right. You know, here's – In case you thought it was a good story. <laughs> right, yeah. And this is the, the problem with it is that was supposed to be the – that was the big scare. You know yeah. what I mean? So the big scare happens and she comes in. She's like all bloody and she's throwing the guy against the guy's obviously dead. She got like a knife in her hand and then she kind of right. smiles creepily at the camera and and that's it and it ends. Look, uh, I've had I've had Friday nights that ended creepy. <laughs> I mean, if or you paranormal. Think, yeah, if you right. think that that's the first time that I've woken up with like uh, a crazy you know bleeding lady with a knife in my bedroom, you're wrong. Right. right. Yeah. I, I mean, this right. this could be Tuesday for me. This so is, yeah. Why do you think who who produced this? I mean, well, who what, no what what studio no, released it? No idea. No idea. Well, okay, so why do you think they they thought it would make any money? Well, because because it does it does adhere to that like Hitchcockian sort of idea of like let's not show the ghost. Uh huh. No, so it does do a good job of like leaving it to uh, the better part of your imagination as to what is happening. You know, and it does take the fact that it puts it into your bedroom, which is sort of like, you know, it's your private space, you know. Well, so it's possible. Yeah. Go ahead. I was saying it's possible the guys who, you know, bought this for distribution figured, look, it only cost 11 grand. You know, we could probably make our money back and then some. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. No, I'm, know, not, so. I'm, not, I'm not disputing the, like, the strategy here upon buying and releasing it. Like, that's not, that's not the deal is. I'm disputing the fact that this is a, is a, that is a film at all. <laughs> you know, and and not so. Just, like, yeah. would you be one of those people? Like, if you saw it in a theater, yes. Like, no. First of you, all, you, did you see the previews of like the people in the theater like all freaking out together? Yes. Oh yeah. Yes. They had like the night vision goggles and like all right. the freaking right. out together. I'm gonna punch them all. I'm gonna I'm gonna actually <laughs> slow down all those previews, find out who they are on Facebook, and punch them. Is it possible maybe that that was just not even from the movie? Right? They just got that from some stock footage. Uh, good call. Yeah, that sure. may be it because the time, and I'm talking, it was like 12 at night, you know, I, you know, I don't live, I live alone kind of in, right. in sadness. Right. So like, you know, so it's dark, you know, it's sad. Basically all of the, all of the things that should be there to set the mood for the film for me were there. Were you mm-hmm. scared at all? Not at all. Not even once. I actually at one point got up and made some coffee. <laughs> <laughs> to wake yourself up so you wouldn't fall asleep no just because i was like well shit what's gonna happen in the four minutes i'm gone you know nothing you know oh wait wait the cover moved oh terrifying so i yeah, mean answer it, me, right, it does answer I mean, me this though yeah go ahead was there nudity in it uh no no there wasn't and this is this is a big problem yeah. with the film for me too because you have a hand you have a camera in in the bedroom all right, right. Now, any yeah, kind of any think. kind of life uh has to have sex in it right right Nothing. You'd think they'd get some like ghosts scaring them while they're having sex scenes. Exactly. They could have done a whole lot with that. Yeah, I, I know. Would, I, I, I agree. Would. I mean, we'd be talking about a whole different film here. Mm-hmm. I think. Well, and usually, point. what those crappy movies do—they always have a nude scene, kind of like to get people to go. Even you know what I mean? Oh, like, sure. Yeah. yeah. It's like it's like Entourage. Entourage is a shitty show, but there's always like you know a right, topless girl at some don't point. Even, I won't even talk about the show Entourage on this. Don't even <laughs> well, bring that ever. Don't even. I'm just that, saying that's no. that's their strategy. We have a carefully controlled universe here, uh, Greg, that is trying to be devoid of utter crap. So if you could leave Entourage <laughs> out of it, uh, I, I'd be real happy with it. Greg loved it. it though. He loves yeah. the guys. I know. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah it's just I've seen it a couple of times. Just like how I don't want to talk this? about it. What did we just say? 
Okay, we're not talking sorry. about entourage. We're back on paranormal activity. But it oh. does it does display an interesting dichotomy, and I'll break it down here briefly for the for those of you who might care, because on one side we have like Saw Nine, and like uh, Halloween Fourteen, and Freddy the Eighteenth. You know, these, right. these ultra violent, like ultra gore. Um, you know, the movies that push that boundary. And then on the other side we have like the traditional, um, the the Hitchcockian sort of. Uh, you know the the Shyamalan type right. of uh, yeah yeah exactly psychological kind of kind of thriller you know but the problem is is, is that we haven't found a medium here yet that works right you know like all we can either do is like saw a man's head off in slow motion with the drill bit yeah you know or we can just watch some people sleeping yeah yeah. Well, I mean, the, all those saws, that's just, that's, is that really horror or is it just gore? No, it's definitely gore, but it resides, I mean, you have to ad- admit that, 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 that traditionally, I mean, especially if you look at these type of movies in the 80s when splatter movies, you know, basically took, took their own, you yeah. know, those, those have traditionally, you know, resided under, under horror. So. But, I mean, unless you spend a lot of money, you can really tell if it's fake, right? So, I mean, hasn't that... Now they've got. No, it so- I, mean, I don't think so. But I mean, I think like during the late seventies and eighties, maybe that this was a possibility. Like some of those old movies are ridiculous in the sense that you can tell how fake they are. You know. Right. Right. But I think the gore now, the technology has reached such a level, like where it's kind of s- disturbing. Yeah. You know. Right. I don't care right. for the gore in, in scary movies. Yeah, nor do I. I mean, I don't think it's. I don't think it's. Really I like scary. I like, I like horror movies to an extent. I like those old horror movies. Um, sure. I mean, all yeah. I can tell you about about paranormal activity is that these the I just the whole time it's just like get get the yuppie, just get him, you know. Right. I, mean? I want to like I want I, not only do I want the ghost to get him, I want the ghost to redistribute their wealth. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? I yeah, want it to send break it to up four their, kids. And, yeah, I want it to break up their four room condo, you know, mm-hmm. and and make it a living space for uh you know for underprivileged youth. You well, know. didn't they? Aren't there some alternative inter- endings too? There are some, and I watched them all on, on DVD, thinking that, um, that first of all, and this is when you see that on the DVD case, you should instantly beware when it says right. like like alternate ending. The Blade Runner, of course, being the the classic of this, <laughs> because the studio screwed up the ending so badly um, that they they had to go back and uh, you know and and, and re- put in. You know, put in what was the original ending, and yeah, there are there is an alternate ending um, that is actually probably the funniest part of the whole movie. So, um, if you want to go to comedy, there's a pretty comedic comedic ending, I would call it. What happens to that? Um, you know, uh, I don't want to ruin it for you because <laughs> I think that it is so badly done that there's uh, there's obviously a reason why the why the editor was like, oh shit, we can't use this. <laughs> you know, or like, we can oh, for the yeah. DVD. Yeah, it's like, oh, this is going in the extras. You know, like he just uh, looked, looked right at it and was like, no, this will never work. Oh so, God. Yeah. Oh. So I'm trying to save y'all from um from from that. I mean, to each his to each you know his ability, right? That's what I yes. wanted. That's what I wanted the ghost to say to them. <laughs> you know, to for each his means, you know, to each to his ability. That's right. you know, that's what I wanted to say. I want to be. I wanted to be. It was a proletariat ghost. I think it did what it needed to do. And uh, and I'm proud. I hope it shows up uh, in a lot of a lot of communities in America. So, mm-hmm. so that's it. That's Ross on film. Cool. Yeah. So, sorry, that was a tangent. No worries. Oh, it was uh, it was awesome as always and insightful. 
Yeah, it wasn't insightful at all. It's just, I just, I'm just trying to save you the dollar oh eight that you would have to pay to see this thing. So. Is it, it was it one of those things where it was so bad you had to tell somebody? Like you, it was kind of form of therapy to just let it out. That it did. I know. I mean, it's been it's been sitting in my mind for since the week since I've seen it. Kind of just like uh, you know simmering there on some back burner. And then you reminded me of it the other day, and I was like, oh, that's the perfect. That's the perfect. Right. I mean, that's this is this is what we need. So I encourage you all to watch it. Um, see what you think about it and email us for time round. Uh, you can always reach Mike Mail at mikemail at gmail.com or me, rolsaver at aol.com. Tell me, did you like paranormal activity? Because uh, if you are, you're an idiot. So, uh, but, you know, we like to hear from you because uh, we don't hear from anybody these days. All right, we're going to do a little segment that we call uh, Mike in the Past. In which uh, those of you playing the home and card and dice game, Mike tells us what he could have been in the epochs. Uh, leading up until modernity, in the time before memory when the world was young, the snows of yesteryear. Mike in the past. Hey, yeah, okay, so, right, Mike in the past. Um, yeah. So I'll tell you what's <laughs> been on my mind lately is uh, marriage and um, and women. Oh, God. Um, well, calm down. Okay, so, all right, well, women are like, well, this is gonna, all right, well, women are always on my mind. Yeah. Not in like a dirty way, but yeah. I know what you're thinking. Sure. Yeah. Um, I'm going to try and help you through this, Mike, but. Okay. It's, it's uh, <laughs> yeah, help have a break then. Just start crying. Yeah. Because um, um, of the loneliness. But, so I've been thinking, I wish, and what pisses me off about living in 2010, in like the Western world. Um, Arranged marriages. Okay. <laughs> I'm talking about a, a male, I'm talking about a, a grown adult male yeah. having like some importance in like society when it comes to like uh, marriage. Right. It, what, what, what am I getting at? I'm getting at women. See, women no longer need guys. So take, for example, like they don't have to have, get married no, to they survive don't. society. No. Yeah. I. Like okay, well, in, mid, in the Middle Ages again, which last time I was talking about doctors yeah. in the Middle Ages. All right, Middle Ages, you had arranged marriages. <laughs> but I, I also did a little research and I found out sure. that okay, this goes back even to uh, Romans had arranged marriages apparently. Well, their mortality rate, uh, you know, they, they never equaled out on their birth rate in Rome. That's probably true. <laughs> Be that as it may, but yeah. Uh, <laughs> that, that's that's why they're that's why these aristocrats typically arranged marriages so they needed offspring. That fact aside, yeah. Right. But from what I, I think, from what I understand, every anyway, I think all of them did, and all all their society, I think they just arranged it, and then um, I don't know how much the women had to say. Maybe women had a little say, but anyways, the whole idea of having like a dowry, sure, where we, you could say, okay, we'll give you this, you get her. Done deal, you know. Shake on it. <laughs> there's no, there's no having to try to like court a woman. There's no trying to like date her, yeah. try to convince her. Right. Um, you have two goats and a chicken, and oh, you get the girl deal. that you're in love with. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So basically, what I'm reading into this is that your possibilities are slim. Yeah. They don't look like they're going to get any better. Right, and my only solution. And is, your only solution is to offer some sort of man dowry. Right, right. Back, yeah, <laughs> yeah to force some poor girl into you know 
Yeah. A union. Yeah, with you. With you. Well, what right. I'm thinking is if I were living in like ancient Rome, okay, I would be awesome. Let's, um, let's order... just let's try and get more specific than ancient Rome, because you okay. know, let's let's try and <laughs> where let's just geography wise. Yeah, yeah. Are you a pleb? You a senator? Yeah, what exactly. Well, first, yeah, where are you? Are you actually in the city of Rome? I'd like to be, but I think I'd be probably on the outskirts in the country. <laughs> <laughs> okay. You're already sure you're already selling yourself short. Like you could be anything in the universe. And you're like, nah, I'm gonna be a poor Roman. I, yeah. Well, I think well, I, I think I'd be doing okay though. I think I'd see myself as like a goat herder. Okay, goat herder. Okay, goat right. herder. Yeah, on some like rocky terrain outside of Rome. Probably cows, but yeah, go ahead. Yeah, maybe cows too. See, Mike, uh, I think the poor people actually had a little more freedom than the rich did. Absolutely, yeah. In this case, so as as a goat herder, you might actually have a better shot. Mm-hmm. At, at getting someone you actually fell in love with, right? Right. You know, what I mean, so I think we should ump the ante. I think you should be like, you know, the emperor's son. Like, you know, there's well, only that's like entirely f- different though, because that's a whole different ball game, though. I mean, that if I was my point is, son, even you might actually throwing themselves at me to marry me. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, well, but I mean, it'd be a but it'd be a whole forcing you into a situation where they don't like. That's not the point. It was always the the, the state political of, union. Of, right. Totally. That's yeah. not what I want, though. I wouldn't want it forced on me. I would want to be forcing I want it to be on to, someone want, else. Right. right. I'm exactly. Exactly. <laughs> I want to be in a position where me being a guy in society who owns some land. Right. You know, I want to go back to those days where, like, when you actually own property and land. So you you feel that the modernity has emasculated you, basically. We've we've lost. We no longer have any value on male adult males who own property. Right. It's all equal. (laughs) Uh, Wait a second. What did you just say? Repeat repeat your last statement there. Yeah. (laughs) We no longer. We no longer have any Because it, it sounds – you're laughing because it sounds stupid as yeah. it's about to come out of your mouth. <laughs> yeah, you show it's ridiculous and so untrue. That... No, think about it. Okay. Okay, uh, think go about ahead. it. Yes, go ahead, please, Mike. We no like... longer have any value uh, – the same value on adult males who own property. Right. Yeah. Like – Why don't you, just, why don't you just say what you're really thinking, adult white males? Yes. No. Well, There's okay. Used to yeah. be that. There's the rub. Yeah. Well, all right. It used to be that. Then yeah. it was adult well, we're black in ancient, we're, we're, ancient, we're in ancient Rome here, all right? right? So we might as well lay it out like it is. Right. What? Oh. So you just – you feel basically that, that since you have no way of coercing a woman in the traditional sense, like by charming her or – Well, see, that's – you're exactly right. See, you know what I'm competing against? Yeah. I'm competing nowadays – a guy in our time, 2010, yeah. in the States of America – God love it, but it's got uh, what we're competing against is things like movies, oh, like sure. Sex in the City. Okay, yeah. now women who are educated, we did yeah. that. Okay, so they can think <laughs> for themselves. Now. Hey, wait, hold on, hold on. <laughs> you're saying like we did that, like we could somehow take it back, or yeah, exactly. Like, it was like a mistake. Like, all right, look, first they got the right to vote, then I'm we not... got to be educated. Okay, so like, I don't want to say it's a mistake, but I'm just saying it made it a whole lot harder for guys. For guys like you to get women, women. I see. Yeah. Right. Because now we have to compete with um, literacy, like movies and television. And, and so now they had their, their – Are like – are even women. like successful other men. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I see. They see these images of what they should want in right. my teeth all the time. I can't compete with that. Like I can't compete with a Brad Pitt, which is now what they're looking for. Sure. Yeah. But, but yeah, Brad Pitt with money. Yeah. 
sense. Right. I see. So basically, you're you're feeling that you, I mean the 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 world is 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 too is no longer a place for you. Right. Right. Well, you're, look, Mike, you're, you live you're in man without a no home. I mean, you look in, live in freaking New York City, right? It's true. So, yeah, the odds are really against you because I mean, most, look, you want to you want to have big, better chance. Move to like I don't know Pittsburgh or Iowa, <laughs> Iowa or right. You'd be ex- here's the thing in in Iowa, you'd be exotic, right? No, you're, That's you're true. right. You'd you be, I right. mean. Yeah. So honestly, it's just I think it's your location. But mm, yeah, maybe. maybe. Even, I mean, it's just I'm I'm painfully aware of how like um, little much I more have difficult. to offer. N- well, I wasn't gonna say that um, <laughs> <laughs> because that's I've been feeling this this recently too, Mike. This is hilarious. This right. is really funny. I I honestly have been feeling this like right. like it's like I don't have anything to offer. Mm-hmm. You know, like society, women. Yeah, exactly. Like I can't. Yeah, there's no way that I can I can ever entice. Like, what what am I gonna say? You know, I don't make I don't make I don't make money. You know, right? I'm not traditionally attractive. I'm like five eleven. I got a hunchback. Uh, I weigh about 114 pounds. Jeez, really? Uh, you know. (laughs) You just saw him like last weekend, but whatever. Yeah. (laughs) Like, like, look, I didn't weigh him. Yeah. Well. I know it used to be you have it used to be two strong hands, a strong back, yeah, which I have by the way, ladies, sure could be enough and, uh, and, 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 and <laughs> whatever the fudge that means you no, got, I mean, it means that you know he could work, he's a hard laborer, you know? did I not pop my shirt off when I was down in Texas Greg? Because yes, yeah, one too many times I about that. on accident once. Uh, yeah. Right, I caught you catching a glance at me. This is wow. Mike. This is really this is so strange, man. Because for the past like right. uh, like month. Basically, I have I've been I'm in the same boat as you. Really? Yeah, I mean I got I got nothing, man. Like the idea that in that, that anybody else could become attracted to me in any sense is is unfathomable to me. Right. Right. Yeah. See, and and so of you're course, saying if you were back in if you were if you were a player back in Rome, it'd be exactly. easy. Exactly. Yeah. It would be a lot easier because it wouldn't have to do anything really with looks. Um, or necessarily even with power. Well, with power in the sense that, like, I'm I'm a male in society, and women right. are second class. Now I'm not. Now people are going to misquote me. I'm not saying women should be second class. But that's what you want. I'm just saying it made it a whole <laughs> lot easier. <laughs> I'm just saying uh, it was a whole lot yeah, it's, easier. It's, yeah, that just happens a to be the way the was set up back then. Yeah. Yeah, it's true. I, I agree. Yeah, I agree. The whole it's not. In fact, I mean, it really didn't even have to do with. It was just the idea that you needed this person to right. survive in society. Like, oh, right. I don't sure. serve that purpose anymore for a woman. She could take I, me or leave me. She doesn't yeah. give a shit. You know, she does not need me. Yeah, no, and, I agree. I mean, I, I, honestly, my friend, I, aware of this now. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm utterly painfully aware of this. Like, I, to me, at this point, it's like, well, hey, look, I had a good run. You did, you know? yeah. Yeah, but that's it. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm pretty, I'm pretty much out of, I, I, I got nothing. I'm out of tricks. Well, you got you got a lot more tricks, I bet. No, I know I'm I'm it's 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 I'm done, buddy. Hey, you'll, you'll Mike. I think hey, look, I think know, you hit it on the head that this was a place for survival, just basic survival. Right. Right. Whether whether the human race or just society or a town, 
I think the way you solve this is just go to a place where it's very poor and he and he will be in a situation. Go right. to India or outskirts of China or parts of South America. Uh, you know. How about southern Chicago? Why? Yeah. Do you, like, why do you have to escape the United? There are tons of places here in the states where you could. Well, go. the problem with that is though, when you're United States, you see all the wealthy around you just walking around, and you just kind of want to hit them over the head and take their stuff. But True. if you're, you know, in the jungles of Costa Rica. You're just trying to fight off panthers and shit. You know what I mean? Or, or maybe like uh, I don't know how accurate that is. I don't know Costa Rica, but very well. Continue. I think most of it's covered in. I think if you're, <laughs> I think most of it's covered in panther fighting. I think it's most covered in jungle. <laughs> so there is obstacles, <laughs> and they're constantly trying to fight off the jungle because they'll clear land and they'll just grow yeah. right back. You know? Yeah, you're gonna fight a panther one one day. So I mean, it has to be someone I can relate to at least to some degree. I don't want someone that I can't. Um, I think if I find like a poor, I, I love Southern girls. I think if I find a poor Southern girl, right, you'd have who really values a guy again, strong hands, strong yeah. back, which I have. Like how does and, right? I mean, how does this conversation between me and you not end in weeping? <laughs> right. Yeah, I'm wondering where the segment is going here. I can tell you. I can tell you. We, it's it's perfect. The, the, I mean, like, because we we we're at synchronicity, me and Mike, for once right. in our lives. Like, we we I think we both get it. Right, but no, it doesn't have to end fancy. We're coming up with solutions, you know. No, no solutions. Greg offered a solution. Find find people who are much less fortunate than you. I right. can't. I mean, I don't know. <laughs> you're just. <laughs> I wouldn't know. I wouldn't even know where to look. So. <laughs> oh, you said it yourself, South Chicago, or I've been I'm there. Sure. I, they looked at me like I was, you know. <laughs> that's how they looked at me, man. What's so. wrong with you? <laughs> yeah. A lot, you know, a lot. It turns out to be wrong with me. Put up an ad on Craigslist. Be like, uh, yeah. guy. 29 years old. No, see, I, I can't. You know, I just, I, I have, I have, and I have incredible, I'm with you, buddy. I, I'm, you know, my, my insecurity is at such a level in the, mo- in the modern world that I, that, uh, that I just can't compete, man. So. Right. I mean, the modern guy needs to have either really great looks, more, even much more than that. Money. A whole lot of money. Yeah. Okay. And if he has both, you might, who was, what is Mike going to offer? It, Nothing. Yeah. What can I offer? A joke. Uh, I'm a, a joke. few jokes, you yeah. know. Yeah, exactly. A beard. Yeah. These things are not valued like I, the Romans. I'm four statue. foot eleven. I mean, what is that? You know, like what is that going to do? Well, six. Yeah. No, there would be some uses for that later on. But I mean, what I'm saying is, that, like, right off the bat, you couldn't like that's not a that's not something that you could advertise. You know? I know. So girls I would think want, in the recession, Mike, you'd be like, you have a better chance than you do like in the glory days of before the bubble hit. You know what point. I mean? Good point. Yeah. I think tough, mean, times, everyone... tough times breeds bedfellows, whatever the saying is. Yeah. Well. That's what does that really, mean? Yeah, that's not the. But yeah, but that. But we'll, 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 we'll take it like that, sure. So, <laughs> I think uh, no, Mike, I agree with you, buddy. Uh, uh-huh. I think me and you need to need to build some kind of time machine, right? Yeah, and and find some epoch where me and you would be attractive. That'd be. <laughs> I don't know where this. I don't know right. where. If we have to go into the future, I'm willing to attempt it. Right. Um. But yeah, it we might def- be like Greg said, some place where we would be considered really exotic. Like maybe if we went to, like if we visited visited the Aborigines in Australia. I think. Uh, I think. We'd look uh, pretty different. I think that. heaven, frankly. I mean, mm. I'd be pretty exotic that, up there. Well, that means so. we'd be dead. But, well, uh, I mean, I'm just saying, if I was visiting for a short time. Oh like, yeah, you could just yeah. visit. Yeah. Like I'd be, that'd be pretty exotic. Like, what the hell is this guy doing? Here? <laughs> That's right. You know? He has flesh. Weird. Yeah. Right. Exactly. So. Wow. Well, thanks. Thank you for for this the mo the sad that was like and it was almost it's almost true 
You know, it, that was like a, that was a mic in the past, but it was it was true, and I <laughs> I appreciate that. Um, <laughs> because I'm going I'm going through the same time, so hey, it's just, gonna be all right. No, it won't. It really won't. I've been li- hey, but I've been living in this for years now, so. <laughs> Yeah, I you know uh, I, uh, it gets been, better. It's been it's about better. a month, and I think uh, I think I think I'm calling it quits, buddy. Soon, no, soon the loneliness just becomes numb, and it just kind of has this numbing effect over you. God, I can't wait. So, and then everything's okay. Then you don't care as much. Okay, sweet. I can't tell yeah. me when it gets to that point. Thank you, thank you for the <laughs> the saddest mic in the past ever. <laughs> for our third segment and final segment of the evening, we're gonna turn to Gregory Clyde Wolf the second. So this is current events. Yes. With fourth time around. Greg, what do you got for us tonight? Well, I read a really interesting article about uh, the, the new generation of, um, of drones is coming out. You know, there's all these new devices the military is going to be coming out in the next couple of years. And the big, sure. debate, the big debate is when, uh, you know, a lot of times they go in Afghanistan, the Taliban is figuring out ways of blocking the signal. Uh, huh. Of the controller several thousand miles away, so the guys and wherever these, whatever underground bunker they developed these things has figured out. All right, now we have to make them more autonomous. So the so say the signal gets cut off and the guy in Missouri can't shoot anyone from his house, then the drone can be able to do it itself. Yes, the drone can decide who to shoot. And okay. So the big debate is, you know, you know, is it worth you know, this could probably save American lives, but you do risk, you know, innocents being killed. Collateral damage. Sure. Collateral damage. Yeah. And you know, the big debate is too, you know, uh, if it was just a, if it's if it's easy to do this, and we don't really have to expend many American lives, you know, we might be at wars forever because what's really the cost? Oh, I see. So if it was if it was almost a fully automated war. Right. And there that was we, no there was no press pictures of coffins returning. Yeah, uh, and no public morale to be swayed, then we would just be at continuous war. Right, we would just keep, we would just stay in Afghanistan forever, just chasing people with robots. Hmm. And, I mean, this is not, you know, let's get real. It's not, you know, Terminator walking around over there. But it, the concept is there. Sure. That, yeah. that we would care less about war if humans didn't have to die, or at least well, our humans didn't have to die. Of course, absolutely. Yeah. So the question is, you know, do you do this at the expense? Possible expense of American soldiers. Okay, so what what are what are our sides here? Line them up for for, for just for the ease of the home listener. All right, the the sides are uh, you still have to have soldiers on the ground in Boots these on countries. The Boots yeah. on the ground to accomplish your military aims versus and, total versus, automated war. Yes, hmm. with all and, the with all the defects and 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 prices that come along with with automating war. Right. You sit, you know, you sit in a, a drone, and it sees a village, and the right. signal's cut off from us, and it sees a target, and it differentiates between that's a target, that's not a target, and then wipes the whole place out. And well, then- I mean, I think that for for some degree, at least, you'll have to remember those of you who can listening the first Gulf War and and the the CNN how they like to show the smart bomb over and over again. I mean, you can't say that that we're not to some degree already desensitized to this type of action. Well, and if anything, the smart bomb allows you to. They they were they were saying how it's good because you don't. It's not carpet bombing, right? You're not sure. Yeah, it's preci- They call it precision, precision. technology. Yeah, exactly. exactly. So in a way, even I though can it never see how, worked, 
precisionly. But yes, that was the idea. Right. The idea is that it's like, you know, it, you actually shorten wars because you can, you know, take out if, the infrastructure that causes them to begin. Exactly. And you can yeah. take up military targets before, you know, it gets really drawn out. So absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Mike, where are you on this? Um, I kind of blacked out. Uh, nice. What? <laughs> nice. <laughs> you left uh, I, me somewhere I, back there. What is um? What am I to say? What, what, what are we thinking here? All right, Mike. Let me just lay it out like this to you, and I, I'm gonna try and use simple terms for you. Okay. Mm-hmm. Now, yeah. let's just say that we could go. To, we have two choices right now: a right. path diverged in wood. Mm-hmm. One is is the traditional boots on the ground. Uh-huh. Okay, and the other one is essentially a, a modified version of, of Terminator 2. Yes. <laughs> um, fully autonomous warfare. Right. Now, what do you think? What do you think about that, Mike? Well, that sounds much more deadly, right? Fully autonomous warfare? Right. That sounds like it could lead to some crazy stuff. Hmm. What do you like, the escalation of... Well, people dying on the other side, at least. Oh, uh, you, like, ult- you mean... Ultimately, the... you would have a lot more lives killed, I feel like. Because the collateral damage. Yes. And, um, and because we ultimately wouldn't really be responsible because it's a kind of a robot. Right, you're leaving it in the hands of this automaton. Right, so I is see. It really, okay, so I was kind of confused. Is it really like a robot or is it a... Is, are, are, I don't understand. Are they I really mean, robots? They've, gotten, they've like, gotten to the point, Mike, where uh, you know, they can distinguish between military targets, you know, like they can distinguish between tanks right. and a cart, right? Right. And they, but it's not as good as you can, you know, it's not, it's not as advanced as I think you think it might be. But the point is taking less decisions out of the hands of humans and putting it more in the machine. The, mm-hmm. the, the it's it's way it's weighing it's weighing, uh, quote unquote. You know, the lives of American, less American soldiers dead versus, right. uh, you know, actually taking out targets. And it's so difficult now over there now because you have these guys who just merge into the populace and you never. Sure, they don't wear uniforms. It's, it's difficult to, dis- to decide who is a combatant and who isn't, naturally. Right. You know, yeah. and they're, they're sending, you know, Rich wanted us to point out they're sending all kinds of drones into Pakistan. Sure. And yeah. the big complaint is now that, you know, we're missing targets. We're and yeah. Hitting, hitting kids, and you know, and, but this, you know, so it's, but you know, they've been done interviews with the kid, with the guys doing this, like, and, they, and one of them said it's actually kind of cool, you know, because it's, but that statement alone is dangerous, right? Well, I mean, I know that in some instances they've used modified Xbox 360 controllers. Have they? Yeah. What? Absolutely. No. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. That's like a video game. Yeah, yeah, very oh, much so. That's yeah. what they're describing it as. And yeah, I mean, yeah. Es- essentially, I mean, you have to. Yeah, I mean, yeah. This is this is an interesting question. I'm glad that you brought this up, and it's a little it's a little uh, deep actually for us on the fourth time around. Yeah, I know. But well, real, well done, real, sir. Stuff. It's real conversation. It's weird. Um, yeah, I mean, I think I think the problem with autonomous warfare is essentially what what Mike has described, and what Greg you you've sort of pointed at is that, um, you know, we, we sort of once once it takes the the, the responsibility. You know, directly out of the uh, out of the mind and or hands of, of the human, um, th- then then who holds the responsibility? Right, and you, yeah, exactly. You could say, look, the 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 device malfunctioned. Right, exactly. As it, as it wasn't supposed to wipe out a whole village of women and children, uh-huh. but it did. Exactly. Oops. Yeah. So accountability right. no longer becomes something that, that I mean, it's obviously it's it's never been that easy anyway. 
Um, obviously, uh, you can think of a couple a couple instances here, uh, like the, <laughs> the, the Blackwater, uh, for one. Accountability in, in these types of in types of times of war very difficult. Um, it's very difficult to know exactly what, what happens during these cases. But I but I think autonomous autonomous warfare definitely puts us on a whole new uh, desensitized type of level. Yeah. Yeah, and yeah, I think not, you, I, th- I think I agree with you. I mean, I think it would just cause continuous war because the price, you know, the pr- the price wouldn't be there. There'd be no price to to pay essentially. Right. No risk right. to no risk really to us, and only risk to the enemy. And that's like that's the ultimate goal of war, I would think. <laughs> right. Yeah. No risk to right. us, but all risk to the all enemy. risk to them. So. Yeah. yeah. Crazy. I don't know. So I mean, where do you side on this, Greg? I know you're 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 a gun-toting Republican. So. Yeah, I mean, I, <laughs> uh, I well, I mean, I, I think, I think using drones and having people, I think as long as a human is involved somewhere in there, I think it's okay because you are saving American lives. But the second you, I don't, I don't think we should go. I don't think we should make it so autonomous. I don't think you should, you know, cut off all humans completely because I just think. Because then Skynet becomes self-aware. And then we got a problem. And then we have a big problem. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Right. So, I'm always a big fan of um, flesh and blood in all things. Like, so, uh, whatever that means. So, So you would like, you you would rather set up like some sort of octagon. um, and, And you would like get the best fighter from Afghanistan and the best fighter from the United <laughs> States. And you you and then you throw a couple lions in and, and some some manatees maybe. Yeah, I mean for me I imagine like what would Chuck Norris like for me Chuck Norris is like the pinnacle of that. Like he is our he's all about flesh and blood. Like he would not use a robot, Chuck Norris. He would he use just, his fists and his yeah, body. He uses cowboy boots is what he would do. Right. Yeah. And his boots so, okay, but let's say that let's say let's go the opposite then, gentlemen. Let's say that we've come to Robot Wars, an awesome late '80s movie, and uh, and and basically <laughs> battles battles over territory are decided. Uh, you know, much like uh, in ancient Greece, uh, to some degrees, battles could be decided by by one superior warrior uh, versus another. Um, so let's say we return to that sort of idea, and uh, we we field our Achilleus. You know, and, and they they feel the Ajax or or, who, or their Hector or whoever it is on on their side. Um, or, you know, could, is that something that, that that we could learn to live with? Um, Let's say the cost was one one life. Oh yeah, yeah, that'd be awesome. I mean, I don't think we'd ever do that. Like, what would that be like? So what we like call out Osama. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. Essentially, like, yeah, like, you, like George Bush would have just been like, "All right, right, right. you meet me." Yeah, you. I'm gonna, you I'm gonna it, come out and fight me. Yeah, you yes. meet me on the uh, aircraft carrier. I'm gonna yeah. fly in with my suit. Right. You know, you you rock the turban, and me and you are gonna get into it. Be just like an all-out, like ultimate fighting. Exactly. Yeah, kind of like Mech Warrior. That's uh, yeah, true. <laughs> yeah, but just without the mechs. Right. That's what I was thinking. So. It would be simpler. Um, I mean, here's the thing: we're entering. I mean, we're talking about war, like from a, from. I mean, the, the things that we're fighting now, that our armies are fighting now, are not. I mean, it's weird to talk about it as a war because nothing really seems to like, uh, like. Everything we. Yeah. Uh, 
the it's way that standard armies trained, are fighting. not really trained for shit like this. Where sure, yeah, it's a it's a. Broad I mean, it's hard sword. to it's talk about as a war. When it's yeah. just more of a um, free for all. You know, it's like you know suicide bombers and you know their civilians, you know, car bombs. I mean, it's all so messed up, and we're just sure. trying to flung into it. So I don't know. I don't have. I don't really know what to say. I don't have much of an opinion because I don't understand it well enough. That's well said. I don't think either. Well, <laughs> I don't think, no, no, I think no. I think that's that's perfectly put. I don't think either of us understand. But it just blows my mind the shit that you hear about in the news about what uh, like fanatics are doing. Like you, uh, fanatics like right. you. Well, no, not like me. People are like blowing themselves up, getting on planes with bombs in their underwear, and it's like, how do you really like combat that? Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. You build a time machine and go back in time to find yourself a lady. That's how that Maybe science. Yeah, that's how I was. That's, that's where I would begin. Yeah. Make sure you were like, born. Yeah. Right. Yeah. That could. But be that awesome. that violates the, the the prime or the uh, prime directive. That's prime true. directive. So that is true. And we always got to keep that in mind. So. Indeed. So I don't know. I think that we've come to we've, we've come to an impasse here, and and that, that we've all agreed that it's complicated. <laughs> yes, war and life and death. And all it's that. complicated. Yeah. Yep. And I think it's all the I think it's all the fourth time around crew is, is qualified early to say. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. Uh, yeah. So maybe uh, Skynet becomes self aware. Maybe it doesn't. You know. Skynet. So, is that from? Yeah. Never mind. You don't. If you have to ask from what's yeah, that Mike, from, get out. Just, of, get out yeah. of the podcast. You, you deserve to be taken away. Uh, Go watch Entourage and leave this podcast. <laughs> That's your punishment. <laughs> What's oh, my punishment? Have... Oh, season one of Entourage. Uh, oh. you, uh, you inhuman bastards. Yeah. I don't watch that show. Um, real quick, though, we kind of forgot about um, reader mail, but we could cut this and do it next week. Let's do We have reader mail? We did have some from a long – it was emailed to us a long time ago. It's true, from Villanueva. But do you, have, Mark, do you have it on you or – I could pull it up real quick. Nah, I don't worry about it. Let's just do it next week. Show right. anyway. Yeah, let's, let's, let's crash this into the rocks. We so. have like an hour already. So. Yeah, let's just crash this sucker into the sea. So. Let's go. Let's let's Cortez it. Let's just burn the ships. Let's burn the ships. <laughs> all right. We're stuck here. Yeah, I like it. Cortez. Uh, all right. Well, thank you for listening to episode 18 of the fourth time around show. As always, I'm your co-host, Ross Everett Olsaver. You can reach me at rolsaver at AOL.com. To the left, I have Gregory Clyde Wolf the second. Greg? Sure. And uh, to my right, Mike Mail. You can always reach him at mikemail at gmail.com. Tune in next week, and uh, you all uh, you all have a better week than uh, than we're going to. <laughs> if you're still alive. <laughs> and as funny as it may seem, some people get their kicks stopping on a dream. But I don't let it, let it get me down Cause this fine old world, it keeps spinning around I've been a puppet, a pauper, a pirate, a pope Yeah, this just blows my mind um, But I'm worried that it's just gonna get worse in our lives, you know what I mean? Like this whole, like now we're sending more troops into Afghanistan I don't care what you think so. It's <laughs> Fair enough on my face I pick myself up and get back in the race that's life that's life I tell you I can't deny it 
Look, I've already gotten letters from 37 states that told me, just don't bother. Yeah. Just pass on through, buddy. It was like a time I was driving through Louisiana on my way to Mardi Gras. I wasn't actually driving. I was passed out in the back with a bottle of Shiner in my hands. And uh, I wake up to the, the state trooper or whatever knock, knocking on the window talking to the driver. And, and he, we explain exactly you know what we're up to. And he's like, you just get as fast. You get through my state as fast as you can. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> no, seriously, that's what he told us. He's like, you just get through my state as fast as you can. And I can't deny it. Many times I thought of cutting out, but my heart won't buy it. But if there's nothing shaking, come this here July. I'm gonna roll myself up in a big ball. Episode 19, is that right? Uh, yeah. No, 18. Gosh, I'm not All right, sure. here we go. 18. Thank you, Rich. Jesus. Everybody what was ready? That? that was a voice, voice of, of our almighty fire. Voice of God coming through. God damn. All powerful eyes. Yeah. God, hey, should I repent, Rich, or is it too late? <laughs> Are you God? 